Welcome to a special episode of Call Convos. Today, we will answer your questions and also share some of your comments about the podcast so far. This was a lot of fun to record for Susan I, and we hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Hello, hello. Hi, Suze. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. It's a um, public holiday in Queensland at the moment, so just living it up. How are you going? Also a public holiday here in New South Wales. Oh, um, what are good. you celebrating in Queensland? Are we celebrating different things? We're celebrating the Queen's birthday. What oh. are you celebrating? Well, the Queen of New South Wales had her birthday much earlier in the year. We're celebrating oh. Labor Day. What? Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that we had different, we're celebrating different things on the same public holiday. That's so great. There you go. That's our fun fact for our listeners today. Um, Suze, I was going to say, we have a treat for everyone today. Uh, we do. What will we be doing in today's episode? We are doing um, a Q&A. <laughs> Woo! I'm so excited. This is like my dream. <laughs> I'm also very excited. To be honest, I'm just impressed we have questions to answer. I didn't expect so many people to give us questions. Mm-hmm. A lot of support from the Young family. <laughs> But from everyone else as well, thank you for the questions. Uh, Well, how about I kick us off with our first question. So the question is, do you have a call to plan your podcast or is it really spontaneous? Mm -hmm. That's interesting because it's actually changed quite a bit over the episodes. Um, I don't think it's something that we fully worked out yet. So when we first started, it was quite structured. We kind of talked through everything that we were going to discuss. Um, and then after a while, we're like, mm, let's try something more spontaneous. So we've recorded a few episodes that are coming up that are more spontaneous. So you can, everyone can look forward to that and let us know what style they prefer. But I think, I feel like we're probably trying to find something in between. Um Yeah, so we haven't really found our happy medium yet. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that as well, Suze. And this is something that we come back to quite frequently. And Suze and I discuss how we feel about the episode, what it sounds like once it's all been edited. And we really do want it to sound relatively spontaneous, like you would be having a live conversation with a really good friend, which we are doing, aren't we, Suze? Sure. Um, but at the same time, we want to provide something that is coherent and that brings out really well thought out ideas. Um, well, I guess it's not always really well thought out, but something where people can get something out of it by the end of the 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we're working on it. And let us know if you have any um, constructive criticisms. <laughs> How do you decide what what and how to share day-to-day communal things? I feel like it would work differently in different shared houses. Um, it's not actually something that me and my housemate discussed very much at the beginning, but I think it's been something that's worked out quite well. Uh, we usually share things that are cleaning supplies um, or like toilet rolls and some food items 
、um, such as milk or bread, that sometimes will be difficult for one person to consume within a short period of time. And we usually usually just take turns paying for things. So, for example, one person will buy the a set of toilet rolls for the apartment, and when it runs out, the next person will buy it. And it's usually a bit of a tag team situation. And、right. I found that that works quite well for us. Oh, okay, that's interesting.、Um, how we do it.、Um, we have quite a few communal things, so mostly perishables. So, like what you said,、um, toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning stuff, and、um, a lot of sauces as well.、Um, I think we just find that it saves a lot of space and it saves money as well when you buy in bulk. So, one of the things that、um, We have a lot of us, like a lot of different Asian sauces. So I'm very blessed to have housemates that love cooking Asian food as well. Like when、nice. I was living alone, I didn't have much space, so I only had soy sauce,、um, sesame oil, and oyster sauce. And so all the Asian food that I cooked didn't turn out very well.、Um, now that I, now that I've moved in with more Asian spices, I can't say that my Asian cooking has improved much. But、mm. at least I have some good resources. Yeah. Um, and how we split the cost is that we have this app called Splitwise, and so whenever you buy something that goes into the communal、um, shelf, you just put in the cost, and then it divides amongst the three of us. And then at the end of the month, or whenever, you just kind of tally it up,、um, and we find that that works well for us. Wow! So the app is Splitwise. So Splitwise,、yeah. make sure to sp- sponsor this podcast episode. <laughs> Um, but I'll definitely keep that in mind, Suze. That sounds like a fantastic solution for a house、mm. that has a few more people,、um, rather than just one, two people living together. Yeah, it just makes it easier because then you don't have to think about like, oh, is it my turn? You kind of just put it in, and then you know it's all settled. Yeah, sounds fantastic. Okay, Suze. Now that you've have moved states once. Which、mm-hmm. is the next state in Australia you would like to live in, and、oh. would you be interested in living overseas? I love this question. I've actually been thinking about this quite a bit recently.、Um, I don't know if it's because I actually want to move out or it's because I can't move at the moment. But yes,、um, I've been thinking a lot about Darwin, or I guess like the Northern Territory. That's、Ooh. something that's come up. Quite a bit for me, and there've been a few job opportunities that have opened up in Darwin, and like working with the Northern Territory government. And I'm like,、oh, that just sounds like the perfect job. I would love to do it, but I didn't apply because it just didn't feel like the right time. Yep.、Um, but Darwin is definitely speaking to me at the moment, and I would love to move overseas as well. I think it would just be so much fun. Like I've had my eye on Malawi for a bit, and that's definitely still. Um, something that I'm looking towards,、um, but it's just a bit hard to plan with COVID at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Well, Suze, just for our listeners' benefit, we didn't discuss this beforehand, but、no. Darwin was also something that's on my mind. Really? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's so exciting for me, considering practicing as a doctor in a rural location. Um, the Northern Territory is always looking for doctors, and is a、yeah. fantastic place to kind of get that training and exposure.、Um, so that's on the list.
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> we can yeah. start our own clinic. We could we could be going to Darwin one day together. Um, I have also put Queensland on there. So mm-hmm. the reason why I put Queensland is because I've always wanted to live near the beach. Um, right. And I don't, I don't know if that's something I foresee for the immediate future, but maybe one day perhaps if I still want to do that and if I want to settle down a bit more, potentially living by the beach in a place like Queensland could be an option. But now that mm. I talk about it, Suze, it seems like I just want to go wherever you're going. So oh, you I don't know what's going on me there. Around. <laughs> um, in terms, well, we welcome you here oh, to the Gold Coast you. anytime. I'm, I am very glad, Suze. If not, I'll see you in Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of living overseas, it's definitely mm-hmm. something I'm interested in. Currently, I don't feel a particular pull towards living in one particular country long term. Although if that's something I feel like God's putting on my heart, I would be super excited to do that and very open mm. to it. Um, but I have thought of spending some time living in Taiwan short term mm. just to get to know my culture a bit better and to really work on my Mandarin. And I think it's just part of an important self-development, I guess, um, phase as well, as that's a part of my identity that I I've always wanted to get to know better, but haven't really invested time and effort in doing so. Um, So moving on to the next question. Um, (laughs) When should one move out of home and when is one ready to move out of home? Mm, Another good question. Um, I think there is no right answer to this. It really depends on your circumstances. Like for Susan and I, you would have heard our story. There were external factors that just naturally meant that we had to move out of home for work or for study. So that might be um, the situation for you. Um, now it depends on your home living situation and what some of your goals and aspirations are. I know some people go, the moment I turn 18, I feel like I should move out of my parents' home. Or the moment I get a full-time job, I shouldn't be living with my parents anymore. Or even... Um, If we're from more traditional Asian families, um, there's a big uh, concept that you wouldn't move out of home until you get married. So it really depends Mm. on your context. In terms of when one is ready to move out of home, um, I think there are practical considerations and there are also some emotional slash motivation style questions to consider. So financially, I think you need to be able to take care of yourself. Um, So you need to think through whether you'd be able to pay some sort of board, rent, be able to buy food for yourself, be able Mm -hmm. to um, support yourself in at least the basic necessities of life to be able to move out. Um, And in terms of the emotional motivation side, think about why you're moving out. Are you just moving out because you want to experience something new in your 20s and have a different life experience? Are you moving out because your current living situation is unfavorable? Um, Or are you moving out because you're having conflict with your parents that you want to deal with? So whatever they are, there's no real right or wrong, I guess, looking at it from our perspective because I don't know what what you're coming from. But I think Mm -hmm. understanding those motivations and if there are unhealthy things that need to be worked through, perhaps think about working through those before jumping into a big life transition. Mm, such a great 
encompassing answer. I really like that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's very circumstantial, and um, I think a lot of people move out kind of to gain independence. Um, but I also think that a lot of like, if that's the case, it's there's a lot of things you can learn at home or you can start doing at home, which is what my parents always tell me. Um, but yeah, just start kind of learning to do things like learning to cook, do the laundry, learning to clean and start paying rent at home. Um, and I think that is a good way to prepare you for when you're moving out um, rather than just being thrown into the deep end, which if that's your cup of tea, then <laughs> that's fine as well. But yeah, I think for me, that was, I found that helpful, like trying to be intentional about being more independent when I was living at home. And then I think that made the moving out process a lot easier. Okay. That's a good segue to our next question. Suze, what are you planning to accomplish and learn during this period of living out of home? <laughs> That's an interesting question. I feel like I didn't really have any specific goals moving out because I kind of, I moved out because I had to when I got the job here. Um, but I think in terms of what I want wanted to learn, I guess independence is a big thing and also just everyday life tasks. I think living at home, my parents have been very um, kind and generous with providing a lot and also just protecting us and um, just doing a lot of things for us. And I feel like I was very sheltered living at home, which I really appreciate so much um, with my parents for doing. Um, but moving out, I feel like I've learned a lot of independence. You know, like if something happens, I can't just call, like yell out to my mom or my dad. Or like, you know, if the car breaks down, I can't just give my dad a call and get him to come pick me up. I've kind of had to learn how to work through these problems by myself. Um, and also little things like just paying the bills, um, buying insurance or like just car stuff in general that I have zero knowledge about. I've had to learn a lot about those things. I relate to a lot of the points that you're saying, Suze, and learning how to be self-sufficient is definitely one of the top things that I want to learn and am continuing to learn about. Mm. And something else that I want to do more of is push myself out of my comfort zone. Um, of course, that's something I can do when I'm living at home with my parents too. But I think living out of home, it's the confidence that comes with being independent and having my own space, um, I think has given me more confidence to try things that I wouldn't have tried in the past. Um, and mm. I want to do more of that. Um, our next question, in hindsight, what would you have done differently about moving out? Yeah, I thought a bit about this question and I don't know if I have a really good answer for this yet, Suze. Mm. Um, perhaps I would have moved into a shared house first when I came into Sydney because I think living on my own was a bit isolating and it made it harder to form friendships um, and get to meet people that weren't already doing my course. Mm. So perhaps I would have worked harder to try and find a share house situation to live in. Um, but I think, to be honest, I don't think I would have changed too much about what happened 
because I think the circumstances that occurred around first moving out was probably what I needed at the time. Um, So I probably wouldn't change anything. Mm. Yeah, I'm really similar to you. I can't say that I have any major regrets or even any regrets at all, to be honest. Mm. Um, The only thing I could think of was maybe trying to convince my dad to let me have the big car instead of the small Corolla. (laughs) Um, But that's, yeah, that's the only thing. Um, But I think just the whole thing of moving out has just felt and just has been so God-ordained. And yeah, yeah, I can't really say that I have any regrets, even the things, the times where it's been a bit tougher or like the lows, I feel like I've grown so much from it and I've like come out the other end seeing God's faithfulness. So yeah, Mm. I've appreciated every single moment about moving out. That's really positive to hear. Okay, so now we have some rapid-fire questions. So how (laughs) these will work is whoever asks the question will both answer them. Um, It will be either like one word or one sentence and you don't have to explain your answers. It'll just be a speedy answer, okay? (laughs) So the first question is name an item on your bucket list. Well, not that it's a bucket list thing, but I would say full-time missions is something that I would love to do at some point in my life. Ooh, very nice answer. Um, <laughs> mine was not as spiritual oh, that's or right. as focused on uh, spiritual things as that. Mine is being able to renovate a house. Ooh. Like just like knock stuff down and like figure out how to DIY build a house. Like that's something I want to do. Not necessarily even the interior design. I feel like I'm not the best with that kind of stuff, but I just want to like put together a house and like renovate. Yeah, that's so like great. What you do on the block. Like I want to do that. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, what are essential items that makes your new space feel like home? Oh, can, can I say two things? Sure. Fairy Fine. lights. Fairy Ooh. lights and plants. I think for myself, I don't really have anything specific, but I just like having my things in a specific spot, preferably where I can see them. So I struggle to live out of a suitcase where everything's just clumped together and I have to rummage through to look for something. Like I just like everything having their own spot. Very nice. All right, last question. Suze, what is your favourite <laughs> movie of all time? Oh. <laughs> I used to always say... Shawshank Redemption but I have a new or maybe current favorite which is the Eurovision movie it's just so good <laughs> have oh, you watched it I have watched it and I think we've talked about it Sue did you have to watch this movie three times before you realized I didn't have you loved to. it I did it willingly oh sorry you did it <laughs> willingly voluntarily yeah, well, the first time I was like, oh, it was all right. And the second time and the third time, and after listening to the soundtrack maybe like 50 times, it's like the only songs stuck in my head now are like Eurovision songs. So don't ever quote them to me because it'll be stuck in my head for the next week. I see. All right. Um, well, this was a bit of a hard question for me to answer because I do enjoy movies, but I'm much more of a TV show person. Mm. If I had to pick a movie... It would have to be Milan. 
I love, Ooh. love, love Mulan. And I haven't As seen... As in the animation or...? I haven't seen the real live action one. And based on what I've heard, I don't know if I want to see it. But I absolutely love the animated one. So, Suze, we also got some comments from our listeners. Did you want to tell yes. us about one of the comments? Maybe I'll just read it out because I can't read and think. Okay. Um, a method of delegating household tasks. Talk about the pet peeves for each individual. If someone gets particularly frustrated with the dirty bathroom... Assign them the task of clean, cleaning the bathroom. This will ensure that they are more likely to take ownership of the task and follow through with the regular clean. Yeah, I'm all for um, doing tasks that you like um, rather than just splitting it completely 50-50. I think that makes more sense. So this listener um, thinks that cooking for herself is an undertaking. She says that cooking for one is so much harder because the serving size is so awkward <laughs> and they can't, for the life of them, consider meal prepping. And Migoreng is their current go-to Oh, meal. no. <laughs> um, I very much relate to this, being uni student as well. But mm. to this listener, I would recommend trying meal prepping again because that eliminates the weird one-person portion size. You can just freeze the leftovers or you can share them with your housemates. Then maybe that will motivate you to cook more if you're cooking for other people. Mm. And then next, I think we also ask people for some future pot topic suggestions. So what did people say? Let's see. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, I like that question. That's a good one. I feel like I'm at their job interview. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider staying where you are at the moment or go home to Melbourne when you graduate or finish your work contract? Mm. Good question. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot to think about that. Mm-hmm. so many unknowns. Definitely. The next one says food and recipes. Oh, love talking about food. I can definitely do. I do a series about food, Esther. Yeah, I agree. And especially for other people who might be like our previous listener who's uninspired with cooking, uh-huh. um, maybe we can give them some ideas. Good idea. Yeah. The next one is a juicy one, Suze. What is it? It's talking about relationships and dating life. Uh-huh. No, not existent. <laughs> next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last one is about is a follow on from that I think um, it's about starting your own families and seeing people in kind of our age range in their early mm. to mid 20s starting families or adulting at a different pace than we are do we compare ourselves to our peers in terms of an adultness scale right hmm, that's a good one to think about and yeah cool to chat about as well I would be interested to discuss that as well yeah well, if you guys have any thoughts of any of those stood out to you, let us know, send us a message and um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of topics you guys are interested to hear as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, Suze, this was a lot of fun to do. It was. Um, I can't wait for future Q&A episodes again and it was so much fun interacting with our amazing listeners. Mm-hmm. I'll catch yeah. you in the next Core Combo. See you later. Have a good week. Thanks again for the questions and for your support, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to us answer some of your questions. 
We'll be back with another episode in two weeks' time on the topic of busyness and rest. Looking forward to having you join us again.